And we've started, Michael. Hooray. It's Ghosticles time. It's Ghosticles time. It's Ghosticles time. <laughs> you got, you're so energetic today. That is all I had. <laughs> now you're out. I'm done. <laughs> you, just, you just spent everything you had everything. in the opening. Everything I Oh, had. that's fair. I mean, it's good. You want to grab them in the first minute or so. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> that is. Okay. Announcements. Oh, my gosh. Guess what tomorrow is. Tomorrow. Friday. It is. And it's the beginning of My Hero My Hero Con in Dallas. Here in Dallas. Yes. Our hometown. Dallas Irving. Yeah. Oh, it's yes. going to be fun. It's yes. going to be fun. Everyone's going to be there. Right. All the My Hero people. Yeah. Like fucking 20 great. people from yeah. My Hero. And we have panels. Uh-huh. Um, we have... We have tables we'll be at all yeah, days. Yeah, pretty much all So day. it's like four to eight or nine on Friday. Yeah, four to nine on uh, tomorrow. And then uh -huh. it's like 10 to six I think so. on Saturday. But, and then on Sunday, I think it's 11 to four. Right. But on Saturday at 6.15, we'll have a live Google Intentions panel. Yes. So 6.15, I think it's on the third or fourth floor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, we'll definitely tweet that out. And yes, they yes, are yes. tweeting it out. Um, or it's on their Facebook page. But... There, there will be information where to go, how to get there. It is definitely at 6.15. Yes. Ghoul Intentions live, and we'll be doing yeah. our... Yeah. We're going to talk about the Adolphus. We're going to talk about the Adolphus We're Adolphus finally going to open up about our hair-raising uh, experiences right. in Dallas's, one of Dallas's oldest and most illustrious and fucking haunted hotels. Yes. So we will be getting into that, and we're very excited. Yes. Um, and that will be Saturday night. So mm -hmm, if you mm -hmm. are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, please come. It's going to be a good time. I believe you do have to get tickets to the convention to go, but they're not terribly expensive. Once oh, you're in like the convention, like you can just come. or something like that, I think. It, I, I don't even at. think they're that much. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe that was, yeah. It's, it's, it's reasonably priced. Yes, but it's my hero con. And if you come, you'll even get to meet Matt, our engineer, because he'll, That's be, right. there he'll be there for too. us. Yes. So, and he's a sweetheart. Everyone should meet Matt. That's true. Come meet us. Come meet Matt. Share your stories. Share your stories. Listen to ours. It'll be great. Yeah. We're super excited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yay. Sweet. But in before then, we have some good ghost stories. We do. I get to start. Start. Okay. <laughs> I'm claiming it. <laughs> this is from Stacy. Hello, Stacy. Hi, Jamie and Michael. It's Stacy again. I remember you, Stacy. Stacy with an E. Uh, and oh, I just e. wanted to share a funny story and to tell you that the Haunted Podcast strikes again. Uh oh. I was listening to episode 67 on my drive to the hospital yesterday, and it was early in the morning before sunrise. While Jamie was reading the opening story, I found myself leaning closer and closer as I clung to every word. I want to also mention that when I listen to the podcasts on the highway, I have to turn the volume up, volume up all the way to be able to hear because I drive a Jeep and I can't hear over the airy sound the top makes. Kind of sounds like a wind tunnel. <laughs> Yesterday was no different. My Elantra sounds like that, but only because the door doesn't close all the way. Yeah. Is that because of the car that hit it? Yes. Michael and I were once at a psychic and we came out, someone had backed into his car. I bet if we go back and listen to that, there she'll have said something about it. Yeah, she'd have been like, "I, you're about to... You're about to make uh, you're about to make a discovery that someone had a greater impact on your life than you realize. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> and walk out and my car did. smashed. Um, <laughs> that was two years ago now, and I still right. haven't got still it fixed. Got it fixed. <laughs> uh, they were very nice about it. They were super nice. Yeah. Okay. So uh, 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 closer along a wind tunnel. Okay. Yesterday was no different. Volume all the way up. Leaning. <laughs> it's a little. I'm just... Every time I No, I've been so good. I love it. It's a signature. 
It's been, uh, I haven't done it in weeks. Has it been, been weeks? Yes. Oh, well, it's <laughs> zero days. <laughs> zero days dings, without a ding. <laughs> um, okay, okay, where were we? The, the, the Jeep volume was up, leaning closer to the radio while Jeep was on cruise. All of a sudden, I found myself being blasted by the wonderful sound of Faith No More's epic at full volume. I'm pretty sure I screamed as many curse words as I could before turning the volume down. I was also pissed because it was right at the good part. I have never had this happen where my phone jumps back to the radio mid-podcast. I tried to rationalize it, saying that maybe it was the phone cord, but realized it was connected by Bluetooth, so no cord was attached to the phone. I even found myself looking in the rearview mirror to see if there was anyone there, but I didn't see anyone. Later in the episode, I heard you were having issues with the lights. I just thought these were strange coincidences and wanted to share. I'm not creeped out very easily by the cold opens, but man, that was a good story. The hair on my arms were standing on end. Thanks for the good scare. My fight or flight response was definitely working. Stacy. So I think that was the the twins one. Yeah. When she, yeah. Right after she read yeah, that. And then yeah. the, other, <laughs> the other thing, though, is if it's Bluetooth, like, fuck Bluetooth. They are designed to make you feel like your <laughs> car is haunted. Mine Bluetooth never connects. Bluetooth is a portal to the next world. Yes. And if Jack's in the car, my Bluetooth for my car is like, we like him better, so we're going to play what he wants to listen to. And I'll try to, like, listen to podcasts and stuff, and it'll play. It'll go to this music that I never listen to on, I, on my iTunes stuff. And it's like, I don't listen to that shit. Why? And I don't even have it turned on on my phone, but it'll just automatically what did, start playing. What did our – I'm not even so going to say the name because she'll come to life and scare the shit out of me. But, you know, the thing that starts with A. I, I didn't even use her name. The other day, and I was having a discussion with Devin uh, in our apartment, and I was like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And as we were talking, bitch butted in and said something oh. like, I don't know that I would recommend that. Or something really fucking 2001 Dave-ish. Like, <laughs> or Hal. He was like, she was like, I don't know that I would recommend that. But here's something. And I was like, no, it's fucking time. What? I'm a little confused. So she said she wouldn't recommend what? I don't know. She just chimed in while 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 uh, Devin and I were having a conversation about something, and we didn't say the name. Oh, she just said it and out she loud just to kind something. Of out loud to something. She was like, "I don't know that I would recommend that," or or something along those lines. I can't remember now what she said, but oh. I remember Devin and I just both stopped and looked at it like, "So she wasn't necessarily talking to, talking to you." Alexa? I got it. <laughs> she's, she I think she's think. often here. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, she does that shit all the time too. <sighs> It's like a comic I saw. I think I've even said on the show before, but it's like back in the 50s, people would be like, <laughs> don't talk. They're listening. That's right. And now people are in their kitchen going, hey, CIA, do you have a good recipe for oatmeal raisin cookies? <laughs> so true. <laughs> it's so true. Well, and then I was reading the story about those, you know, the Nest cameras and the Ring cameras mm -hmm. that they are recording the inside of like inside your house and what it hears to sell to companies. For marketing yeah. purposes. Yeah. And it's like if they're doing it for marketing purposes, they're doing it for spy purposes. I know that yeah. for sure. That's pretty much all they spy for anymore is just to see how, like, what can we sell you? What can we sell you? I can tell you how many times I'll be having a conversation about, oh, I'm, it's time. We need to get a new mattress or something. And suddenly my fucking social media feeds are just loaded with ads for different mattresses. Yeah, they're, like, yeah, they're hmm, listening. Weird. Huh. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, We're going to start getting ads for privacy, like protecting <laughs> your privacy. <laughs> right. Like, motherfuckers. If I get that, I'm taking a screenshot of it. That being said, if you have a ring telephone thing or any other kind of camera shit and you catch something, please send it to us. Yes. We want to know. All right, you're up. All right. This is from Bethany. Okay, so 
This is kind of an update, as I previously sent in a submission. Anyway, recently, I have been scared shitless. Like usually, when start. I get home... <laughs> Solid. It's a good, strong opening. Um, usually, when I get home from school, the house is empty, apart from me and my cat. Being a cat owner and all, I'm used to hearing strange noises. However, what I heard one night was no cat. Uh, it was Saturday, cat on my knee, in the living room, and I heard a howl, as if coming from upstairs. It scared the hell out of me. Uh, fuck yeah, one. Yeah, understandable. Um, as I knew the cat was right next to me, I decided to not look for the source of the noise. I like your spirit, and I like where your head's at, Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> well, she goes on to say, my body wouldn't let me. Oh, no, stupid body, fail. <laughs> Are you body shaming, Bethany? <laughs> no, uh, yes. Yes, I am. Our body should not Your have done that. Your body should take better care of... Okay, I decided... <laughs> <laughs> body should take better care of you. Um, I decided to not look for the source of the noise. Well, my body wouldn't let me. I eventually cast it off as the kids next door. For a few weeks now, I've been hearing these howls, and they are definitely not the cat. They are almost human. I've also experienced things moving. For example, I returned home one day from school and slung my shoes by the door in the lazy manner I do and went upstairs to change. I then went to the shop and kicked my shoes into a corner when I came back. <laughs> Why I said it like that? When I came back, <laughs> I noticed the shoes were not there. As I looked around the kitchen, I noticed they had been neatly placed next to each other, facing towards the cabinet door at the other end of the kitchen. It's not okay. Now, I mean, at least they're helping keep you organized. Uh, now I remember kicking my now I remember kicking my shoes into a corner, and I definitely did not have the effort to place them neatly anywhere. There is no other explanation for this, as both my parents were working, and a cat certainly can't do that. I decided to ask my mum. Mum. I decided to ask my mum, who previously owned the house, and it turns out, um, 30 years before my parents bought the house, a young boy hanged himself. Thank you. Uh, hanged himself in the house next door. This could oh. explain why no one stays in that house for long. I could just be linking these when they uh, have a completely rational explanation, but I just cannot shake the feeling that there is more to the story. Oh! Well... I wonder how the your howling. cat reacts, though, to it. Because sometimes, you know, pets can, like, notice something, mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily react to it. And uh, that's always kind of like, well, how long have they been experiencing something that you haven't been? Because you right. haven't picked up on it, but they have. It always and seems to be one of the two. Either either your pets react to something you can't see or hear, uh -huh. or you see or hear something in your cat or dog doesn't seem to notice. And you're like, okay, well, what the fuck? Well, and that's why whenever, especially in this house, if we hear footsteps and the dogs look up, that's when I'm like, fucking what? <laughs> what is it? What is it? And the squirrels are not heavy enough to make us hear them on the first floor from running on the roof mm. on the second floor. Yeah, so. Shit's haunted. But that's how, house? I mean, it's um, that's why I wonder how her cat behaved. But, you know, we know of a story of somebody who took their own life in their house mm -hmm. and the neighbor often sees them yeah. from the neighbor's house. So, you know, it's not unheard of. You know, we talked about, I think last time where sometimes spirits will just be like, oh, I like that place. Or maybe they yeah. get lost on their way. Yeah. Could so, be. Yeah, or maybe, maybe there's like a certain parameter they can, they can venture out beyond. Who knows? Yeah. Or I also maybe. Like Beetlejuice. They, exactly. <laughs> they have to get the right approval. So you finally giving your, your visa to travel yeah, yeah. outside it's of like, your yeah, house. You can go, you can go as far as the end of the block. Right. Um, but God, that's it. You, you can go here and to this building and to that building, but nowhere in between. But then there are the, some of the ghosts that are like, I bet I can make it to next door. 
and they walked. I loved how in the others they showed yeah. what that was like. That was really cool. Oh, so creative. Sometimes I wonder if like maybe it's the ghost stays in the same place while the earth slowly like moves and changes positions Mm -hmm. so that like they're it's like, oh, they're just kind of moved from spot to spot going. Well, no, I actually I I I was down there, but I just, you know, I just. Yeah. So there's some some ghosts just like in the middle of space. Like, I don't know where the earth went, but I was stuck here. Maybe that's where all the ghosts go. It could be. Okay, next (laughs) next up we have Carissa. Hello again. Hello. It's the ghost magnet, Carissa. (laughs) This is apparently a lot of updates. I didn't realize. Or hearing from again. I love it. I'll I'll start off with an experience that happened not long ago. I was out driving with my mom down a twisty road that sits at at the outskirts of our small town. A big brick house that I drive by almost every week is located at the very end of the street. About three years prior, an old farmer had passed away in the brick house and was not found until two weeks later. When my mom and I passed the brick house, I felt strange. My stomach felt twisted when my mom asked me if I had noticed the smell of cigar smoke. We both looked at each other with wide eyes. This street was unoccupied at the time, and the cigar smell was definitely coming from inside the car. (laughs) The phone call is coming from inside the house. Uh, (laughs) Specifically the back seat. My mom looked pale and whispered, don't look in the back seat. I felt instant shocks of adrenaline run through my veins since my mom had said the thing I was too scared to say out loud. We both felt a presence in the back seat. This is horror movie material like my whole life. The man who died in the house at the end of the street had died of what I believe was a lung disease. He was a smoker for many years. After that incident, I often see a man staring out the attic window of that brick house. No one lives there or ever visits. People from all over town have said they also see a man in the window. My stomach turns whenever I pass that house. Ugh. Yeah. Just like the cigar Ooh, smoke. I just picture the ghost back there being like, hey, can you drop me off at the corner? Like yeah. from my in, in in my mind, the ghost looks like every like cartoon character that smokes a cigar. Right. It's George Burns. Back there going, Where are you going? Where are you going? Is God? <laughs> is, is that you? you no, it's George Burns. No, it's George Burns. Where the hell is Gracie? <laughs> Um. <laughs> I like the idea that, well, George Burns and Gracie, of course, but mm. I also like the idea of George George Burns and Joan Rivers doing a show together in the afterlife. Oh, my God. That'd be great. <sighs> so good. <gasps> All right. Sorry. Did you ever see, like, Oh, God, where he played uh-huh. God? And Oh, God, you devil, where he played God yes. and the devil? Yes. <laughs> so I love They're so good. I want to go back and watch them again. Uh. Uh, this comes from Allie. Allie says, hey, guys. Or rather, hi, guys. <laughs> Let's get it right. Sorry, sorry Allie. Sorry. In the most recent <laughs> Ghosticles, y'all were talking about spooky things in thrift stores, and I had to tell you my thrift shop story. Uh-oh. It took place in a Everybody large... Everybody sing thrift shop. You know you want to. <laughs> Just pause right here, play thrift shop, and come back. <laughs> it took place in a large antique mall in my city. I was with a friend and her family, and we had gone by ourselves down to the basement. Fuck a basement to explore mm-hmm. some more. And and Allie put fuck a basement. Yeah, on for the record, whenever we're saying that, most of, like most of the time we're ninety five percent of the time, the you guys submission. are writing it, and I love it. Uh, the farther we, the farther down the stairs I walked, the more I felt a combination of grief, shame, and most of all, fear. Ugh. I couldn't place it. I told myself to get over it, and soon my friend and I were trying on uh, wide-brimmed hats. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Just shelve that grief and put on a wide brim hat. Uh, When her mom told us to come up, I was relieved, though as I turned around to leave, I felt something touch me. No! When I looked to see what it was, I thought it was going to vomit. I had brushed uh, 
I had brushed by a Nazi uniform coat. Ooh. Fuck a Nazi, and not in the fun way. I have a pretty, I have pretty strong feelings about that, <laughs> as do many people. My entire body was stiff as a board until we left, and I told my friend about it. Whew, the story chills me to this day, and I'm glad I'm done writing, uh, writing it. But damn, if the story, um, wait, I lost my place. The story chills me to this day, and I'm glad I'm done writing it. But damn, the story must be told. So here I am. Anyway, stay spooky. Aww. Man, maybe that's what my problem is with thrift shops. The Nazi paraphernalia? Maybe. Uh, but just like the energy that certain outfits. I think I've told you about this before that I just, I, sometimes I'll get hit with this weird odor and it just does something to me. Yeah, like it yeah. gives me a kind of vertigo. Uh, and it's a very specific old musty kind of vacuum cleaner bag mm -hmm. type odor. And I'll, you'll smell it in certain, you know, older stores. I don't know whether it's something about like the materials the store yeah. itself is was constructed with or whether it's, it's just always like, the material, it's usually fabric. It smells yeah. like it's coming off of fabric and it just... It's not, it doesn't make me nauseous. It doesn't affect me physically in the way that you'd think a smell would affect me. Like it doesn't make me want to gag. I just like, it immediately makes my eyes go crossed and I yeah. feel like, oh, and I feel, I can feel, this sounds so weird. I can feel myself fighting back an unpleasant memory. Oh, wow. And I don't know what that memory is. I just know that there's something I don't want to think about. And that smell is, is bringing it to the fore. Smell is one of the uh, oldest, most embedded senses in our brain. It's yeah. connected to a lot of other things that That's your brain one of uses the to map reality. I'll sm especially sensitivity wise, like mm -hmm. I'll smell things before I ever hear or see things. Then I hear, I smell and I hear. Mm -hmm. That's the, like if we're in a building yeah. or something, it's like, what's that? Something, somebody's smoking somewhere. Oh, nobody smoked in this building for 50 years. <laughs> oh, but uh, that shit lingers though. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. But I mean, when it, it's it's you're walking and then all of a sudden it's strong like somebody blew it in your face and there's yeah that's when it's like, mm, like mm. let me see if there are windows anywhere nearby right. or like maybe somebody's being a shithead somewhere around the corner mm -hmm. being selfish but uh yeah i think too i'm just really sensitive to cigarette smoke anyway so i'm always like who's smoking <laughs> Stop smoking. when i stopped smoking it was amazing how my sense of smell came back and i was like oh my god have i have i what has the carpet always been like this? Like <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, that old kind of dank smell. It was yeah. dank. That's mm -hmm. the best way, I mm -hmm. think, to describe it is something. But, you know, having been in theater and stuff, you do. I also get really fucking weirded out. Like, I get kind of mad when, like, a thrift store or a antique mall is selling Nazi paraphernalia. Yeah. I, I, I know there's an argument to be made for, like, well, no, it's 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 an artifact. People should be able to buy it and, like, you know, look at it because it's an, it may be an unpleasant, very unpleasant chapter of our history. But I don't know. I just feel like maybe put it in a museum so people can appreciate it. But I just, I'm weirded out by people collecting that stuff in private. Mm -hmm. I just am. I, I don't. It's I, such I a negative. It's if, like introducing something so negative into your life. Well, and it's and also just, it's also capitalizing on, like literally capitalizing on such a horrible, horrible fucking mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And I don't, I don't get that. Yeah. I don't get, I don't understand I why either. people would, like, I don't, I could not, if I found, if I came into possession of something like that and I would have to give it to a museum, I could not, I could not feel good about selling it to anyone. Yeah, no. My and grandfather, my grandfather who fought in the war, had some Nazi paraphernalia that he kept, uh, right. kept as as kind of like you know spoil as the spoils of war. Like he did not venerate like, the Nazis like at all. Like serial killer tokens. <laughs> kind of. Uh, <laughs> I guess yeah. Um, 
but when we found it in his in his collection, and not a lot of it, it was like there was like a like a, a gun and a, a a pen or something, and I think a little bit of a flag um, that he had split up with a bunch of other guys that had captured this one fort or not fort, whatever the fuck trench. And um, we found it, and I was like, "Oh, that's okay." No, and my dad and I were like, "We're gonna we're gonna d- donate that to a museum. Right. We're not gonna fucking sell it because I don't want I don't want any yeah. of that money." Right, mm, I man. So we were in Laredo last weekend for mm-hmm, a convention. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And uh, we got a lot of ghost stories that came through, which I'm excited. And some yeah. people are sending theirs in. So we're going to have some some stories about Laredo coming up. So if you have any stories yes. about Laredo, please feel free to send them in. Um, and if I've already told you to in person, fucking do it. Why are you not doing it? Um, <laughs> Get on it. But there was one story in particular that it, uh, you talk about the uniform thing. Mm. So this was uh, someone had been killed. And it's, I think, more recent. And there was a police officer who went to the suspect's house. Um, and I think they arrested him or something like something like that. But they went to where the killer mm. lived or was or something like that. Uh-huh. And he felt such a negative energy on him that he felt when he got home, he took off his uniform and got rid of it wow. and bought a new one wow. because he felt like it was that potent, whatever was around Damn. that person. Ooh. He didn't want anything to do with it. And so, like, t- I love the idea, too, of people listening to their instincts to that degree of, like, this is so fucking bad. Yep. And I don't want anything, like, I don't want to even risk there being something attached to this person. And yeah. especially in, you know. Well, being, and it's especially in a, in a when you're in law enforcement or, or any yes. job that require like, that you, you need all the luck mm-hmm. you can get. Mm-hmm. So why, I mean, why take a chance? Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Okay, Mm-mm. so, Paige. Page. <laughs> I just thought maybe some more police officers should change their uniforms out. I mean, maybe. You know. Anyway, um, nothing that you know. Yay. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get into it. So, fucking, whatever. If whatever I said offended you, fucking get over it. You know what I meant. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to read that one way or the other. I'm like, yeah, okay, I know. I, I don't either. Like, I start doubting myself, and then I get into it, and then it just turns into fuck everybody. <laughs> I'm going to just be consistent there. Scorchers. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, so, hello again, Jamie and Michael. Once again, thank y'all for y'all, all y'all do. Thank y'all for all y'all do. Okay. I like the music in that. It's thank fun. y'all for all y'all do. I spend roughly three hours in my car every day, and I don't know if I could do it without y'all. Thank you. I had hoped that this story would be somewhat shorter than my last one, but alas. I thought I would share one more story that revolves around my paternal grandmother. I wrote about foxfires in my first submission. Yes. Mm, Yes, yes, yes. My grandmother died of cancer when I was 24. It was very fast. She went from being completely independent to gone in the space of about two months. That's sad. Um, I was unemployed and uh, sort of loose at loose ends at the time, so I volunteered to stay with her and take care of her at night during the week, and my aunt would make the drive from DFW to my hometown in the northeast corner of Texas on the weekend to stay with her. This plus home health and hospice care allowed us to keep her from going to the nursing home. She was set up with a hospital bed and oxygen in the master bedroom on the first floor of her home, and I spent my nights after she went to sleep for the evening in the living room on the other side of the house with the TV for company and a baby monitor just in case she woke up and called for me. The weekend before my grandmother died, my aunt reported that she had heard a man's voice coming from the baby monitor in the middle of the night. Now, the bedroom where my grandmother lay was where my grandfather slept for about 20 years before he died, but he had passed on about seven years prior to this night. That last week, my grandmother fell into a coma. Nevertheless, one night through the baby monitor, I heard the unmistakable sounds of her hospital bed adjusting itself. 
Another night that week, I was seeking a distraction from my feelings of despair, sprawled on the floor of the living room, watching a a late-night Miami Vice marathon on TV Land. Don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Too late. When I heard the sound of a woman laughing just over my left shoulder, almost in my ear. Maybe she was judging you. She was like, Miami Vice. She was happy. There was nothing maniacal in her laugh, but every hair on my body stood up. I was alone in the house except for the dog, the cat, and my comatose grandmother. I jumped to my feet and ran toward the bedroom. As I rounded the staircase in the hallway, I heard her laugh again. It sounded like she was following me. I checked on my grandmother, but I saw no change in her. I knew there was no one else in the house, so I had to pull myself together and give myself a stern talking to. (laughs) I was spooked, to say the least, but somehow I made it through that night alone. My grandmother passed away a few days later. Mm. I have a couple of theories about the happenings of that week. The man on the baby monitor was obviously my grandfather, come back to prepare for her upcoming journey. I believe that the spirit who adjusted the hospital bed might have been her mother-in-law trying to make amends for their rather antagonistic relationship. My aunt and father refer to her as the meanest woman who ever lived, but I know she had to have had some redeeming qualities. The laughing woman might have been my grandmother's mom. I have been told that she was a wonderful, joyful woman, and I like the idea that she came back to visit her daughter and couldn't contain her joy at the thought of seeing her again. Aww. That's so sweet. That's very sweet. That's very sweet. And I like that idea of, like, it's just people you know supporting you and being there yeah. for you. And, you know. Mm. I had a cousin, I think, who had a brain aneurysm and survived it. Shockingly. Oh, wow. Wow. But she did die for a short amount of time. Hmm. And she told my grandfather, who of course has since passed on, but he told me that she said that she was at a river and hmm. everybody she knew that had died, like her grandmother and other members of the family, like people we, a lot of people we all knew, were on the other side of the river. Hmm. And she started to cross the river to get to them. And her grandmother said, stop. And she was like, why? Everybody's here. And she's like, no, it's not time for you to cross the river. Those are rented. You got to bring them back. (laughs) That's right. You got (laughs) to, this is not, there's no bridge here. Stop it. No. But she told her this, it's not your time. You've got to go back. And the hardest part for her was Mm. not going because she wanted to, because she wanted to see everybody, but they were telling her, go back, That's a fairly common thing for people that have near-death experiences is feeling like, oh, I wanted so badly to keep going forward. And then it it wasn't They told you, no, it's not your time. When my uh, grandfather was in hospice at home, in hospice care, in his own home. God, uh, shout out to hospice nurses. Oh, God, God yeah. sense, God sense. Oof, good Lord. And we had, he had a couple of great hospice nurses. Yeah. And, um, but my grandmother's sister had died about two or three days before my grandmother, uh, my, before my grandfather went. Yeah. And he was already gone. Like, he was already kind of in a coma. He would right. come out of it, not really a coma, but, you know, he was, he was, just unconscious most of the time and would come out of it every now and again, just to kind of weakly say something here and there. And um, when my grandmother, who was not terribly close to her sister or hadn't been in a while anyway, when she got the news that, that uh, Jenny, that was her name, had passed away, it wasn't unexpected, but she just was like, I'm focused on my husband right now. I'm not going to, you know, she kind of told us like, don't, don't say anything to, to, to your father. She right. told my dad. And, um, 
you know, and then like that, that night we were all kind of, we were all waiting because I mean, he could go at any minute, right? right? So we were there constantly around the clock. And then he just kind of very briefly came awake and looked around and said hello to us. And then he looked over at my grandmother and he's like, when did Jenny get here? Because it was oh, quite a drive for Jenny. Like yeah. they, they, Jenny lived all the way out, like another three hours away. And um, so my grandmother's heart just stopped. We're like, uh, uh, sorry. And then he, before we could answer, he just kind of went back to sleep. Yeah. And he died two days later. Wow. But that kind of thing apparently happens a lot. A lot, yeah. A lot with people that are just on the verge. Did I, did I, ever, I love that story. Did I ever tell you about what happened when my grandfather died? Because he was at home. Remind home me. Home hospice, but it was mostly my grandmother taking care of him. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had his hospital bed. So he had Alzheimer's and, and passed away very quickly to once he was diagnosed. Mm -hmm. Um, within the year, which is, um, a blessing if you know anybody who's suffered with Alzheimer's. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I think he probably suffered with it longer. We, he just didn't tell us, hmm. but, um, so anyway, he was, uh, in his hospital bed and not, he didn't communicate a lot. I mean, it was the end and we knew it. And, um, my <laughs> grandmother woke up in the middle of the night, because they were sleeping in the same room, he was just in the bed, in his hospital bed, and then she, which was next to her bed. So there was yeah. enough room for her to get up in between. Right, right. And so she woke up because she was hit by her shoe, her house slippers. So her house slippers were right at the foot of the mm -hmm. bed, or like right next to the bed. So she'd get out of the bed and slide into her house slippers because... Right. Why your foot should never hit the cold, hard, <laughs> right, right. carpeted floor. <laughs> she always wears slippers. And so one of those slippers hit her in the face and it woke her up. So your grandfather. And you know, right? And she got up and and went to check on him. And that's when she found out he had died. And wow. I mean moments before. Wow. And then the next day, um, she found a dollar bill that said sam on it like just sitting on her bed wow, and that no, was I his don't. nickname when he was a kid was sam yeah <sighs> it was pretty crazy wow it was pretty crazy so i you know death is so sad you know when in these moments but when you get like some kind of sign like that it's so beautiful at the same time and, and nice to know that it's like hey you know i've, I've made it it's cool yeah. I, I it's very comforting too yeah. i mean was when my grandmother died when I was, I guess I was only about 16 at the time. And when she passed away, I was very close to her and we all were. And when she passed away, like I, she was in the hospital and my mother had told me to go home. She didn't want any of us to be there. Um, but we knew she was probably going to go that night. And then I just kind of woke up at dawn, mm -hmm. like, which I never did. Still don't. No, it's like you still and, don't. And you yeah, can't and I, I just kind of woke up and I just kind of knew, but I could smell her perfume mm. in my bedroom, like the perfume that she wore. And you were smoking at the time. So that was a big deal. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, I, was, I started smoking at 15, which is like an idiot. And um, but I smelled her perfume in my room, and I just saw the light coming through the window, and I was like, and I'd gone to bed at like three in the morning, yeah. so it's not like I was getting up because I was rested. Uh, and then, I mean, seconds after, I just kind of processed that I could smell this perfume. My mother walked in in her house robe and her house shoes, uh, her house coat and her house shoes, like which had told me that she'd come home. And mm -hmm. gone to bed, which obviously meant my grandmother was dead because she wouldn't have come home right. from the hospital yeah. unless it happened. And uh, then she just sat on the side of my bed and said, you know, Mimi went last night around, you know, around four in the morning or so. And she just wanted to say, you know, whatever. And I was like, <gasps> and, you know, but I was like, the fact that I kind of woke up just before my mother no, came yeah. into the room. Yeah. Because yeah. she, she didn't, uh, if she knocked, but uh, it's not the knock woke me up because I, I was up for a few moments before she knocked. Right. And um, 
But yeah, but smelling her perfume, and I don't think she she hadn't worn that perfume in the past several months because mm -hmm. as she started getting sick, she just didn't. Right, you, you know, don't. She didn't do her morning ablutions anymore. Right. And uh, so yeah, it was just kind of that intense smell. And every now and again, I'll still get a whiff. Yeah. Yeah. Every now and again, That's usually cool. when I'm usually when I have a decision to make and there's a wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sin of judgment. <laughs> That's the sin of my grandmother going, John Michael. <laughs> forward to the weekend yes yeah if you are in home. the dallas area mm -hmm. come by if you're not come to the dallas area if you can like it's fun yeah. it's a good time. Yeah. good time um it's my hero con yeah and you'll get to meet some of the people that uh we talk about monica will be there we talk about Pretty her a much lot all of them are amazing. caitlin who has yes. been on the podcast last year we're probably gonna have her back again this year yeah. she'll be there as well i want to see her tonight in a performance of the tempest oh fantastic yeah, yeah. That. That'll be fun. i'm looking forward to that awesome so yeah friends of the podcast will be there and uh, we hope that you guys make it. Send us your stories. Thank you so much. Ghoulintentions.com. And uh, come say hi. And remember, it's, it's okay, okay to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on.